Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, April the 7th, and we are glad to have you with us on our Winning Side broadcast. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, We welcome you, those listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM, those on the radio app, those on the podcast, we welcome you. And then those who are joining us today on Facebook uh, and those joining on YouTube, we are glad to have you with us. Hope you're doing well on this Friday. This is the last broadcast before Easter Sunday. It's been a great week. I hope you've enjoyed all of the uh, the lessons. Hope you've enjoyed the songs. We've done a lot of songs this week about the cross. And uh, of course, the cross uh, had to come before there could be a resurrection. There first had to be a crucifixion. And I'm glad that Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. And we're glad to have you with us on this Friday. Now, I hope you're making plans already. I hope you are, you've got it on your calendar that Sunday is the day you've got to go to church. And I'm talking, I know I'm talking to many of you, you go every Sunday, and I hope you do go every Sunday, but you can't miss Easter Sunday. Join us if you don't have a church a home. Uh, join us here at Victory Baptist Church Sunday morning, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, and then we'll also have a Sunday evening service at 6 o'clock. We're looking forward to a wonderful, a wonderful Easter Sunday as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I can hardly wait uh, for Sunday. We've got our choir. They're singing a couple songs uh, in the morning services. We've got a couple special numbers. Uh, There will be a Bible message about the resurrection. Uh, We'll have junior churches for the children in both services. We'll have nurseries for the children in both services. Uh, We'll have Easter egg hunts for the kids after both services. We'll have family photos uh, after uh, both services. And I hope you'll please, uh, please, Please join us and be in prayer. Uh, If you cannot come for whatever reason, maybe you're sick or maybe you're uh, not able to get out, I hope you'll tune in on the radio and join us on the radio, 11 o'clock Sunday morning. Join us on uh, Facebook for the live stream, 11 o'clock Sunday morning. And I hope that it'll be a blessing to you. If you don't have uh, Facebook, you can go to our website, uh, vbcrr.org, and you can tune in and watch it live or uh, go back and watch it later if you missed it at the time. But uh, we're looking forward to a great day on Easter Sunday. Happy birthday today to Lois Rao. And Miss Lois, hope you have a wonderful day. And then a happy anniversary tomorrow. Uh, let's see, we got four anniversaries. Tony and Gina Casper, happy anniversary. Greg and Robin Moore, happy anniversary to you. Paul and Lisa Price, happy anniversary. And Jerry and Donna Slegel, happy anniversary tomorrow. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, Let's pray for Sunday. Let's pray for our church, our school. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for one another. And uh, let's uh, pray that God would use us uh, to be a witness, to be a testimony, to be a blessing, and to be an encouragement to somebody today. We're going to go to a song. And right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Jesus laid in a borrowed tomb for three days. 
people all thought he'd been stolen away. When they looked inside, there was nobody there. The tomb had an echo, it was silent and Eternity's prison, the grave has been conquered forever. That tomb is still empty where Jesus once lay. There's no other like it to this very day. dead like he said he would do. Gone, gone, Jesus has risen, ascended to heaven, to the Father's right hand. He's locked death away in eternity's prison. The grave has been conquered for every man. Verse number 134. Let's pick up there where we left off yesterday. Uh, the Bible says, Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. The word I'll give you today, and I've tried to, I try to give you an outline for each section of Psalm 119. Uh, we are on number six in uh, this section, and the word I want to give you is the word wait. Uh, not wait as in waiting for something to happen, waiting patiently, uh, but the word wait as in a, a weight or, or a burden or something that is heavy upon you. David says, deliver me from the oppression of man. You know, oppression uh, could be an injury. Uh, sometimes people hurt us, do they not? Uh, oppression could be someone who is uh, who frauds or who takes advantage of us. It could be a distress that you experience. It could be extortion. And David says, Lord, please deliver me from the oppression of man. David had been anointed as king of Israel, and yet even still Saul tried to kill him. Can I tell you something? If you think that you decide to serve God and you decide to do what's right, you think that everything's going to go well for you, I want to tell you, you're mistaken. Because sometimes 
when you decide you're going to live for God and do what's right, sometimes that's when the attacks become the greatest. That's when Satan uh, launches his fiery darts. That's when Satan launches his attacks against you to try to stop you and to try to keep you from doing what God wants you to do. David was the king of Israel. He had become king. He was officially in that role and had that title. And yet Absalom, his son, tried to take the kingdom and tried to kill his own father. I want to remind you today that there will be oppression of man. There will be people that, that will be used of the devil. There will be people uh, that will try to, uh, to get in your way. And there'll be people that will try to stop you. And, and let me remind you, that person is not the real enemy. It's the devil. He is the true enemy. He is the adversary. But sometimes Satan will use people to try to stop you. But I want to remind you today, never let the oppression of man keep you from doing the will of God. David said, Lord, I need you to deliver me. I need you to step in. I need you to snatch me out of this. I need you to rescue me. I need your help. And allow God to use that oppression to keep you on your knees. Let God use the oppression of man to keep you humble uh, and to strengthen you. The Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter 3 that God heard the cry and he saw the oppression of his people. You know what happened in Egypt? Uh, the people were oppressed. Uh, you know what happened because of all the, the taskmasters? And you know what happened because of uh, uh, all of the, the, the slave drivers there in Egypt? The children of Israel were forced to, to look up and they were forced to cry unto God and say, God, help us. God, deliver us. They were being oppressed by man, but yet they cried out to God. They talked to and, and cried out to someone who could do something about it. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verses 7 and 8, it says, And when we cried unto the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. Aren't you glad that God knows what you're going through? Uh, God knows the oppression that you're facing. He knows the affliction. He knows the labor. He knows the hardships that you're going through. The verse goes on to say, And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness. That word terribleness is awesomeness and with signs and wonders. The children of Israel, they cried unto the Lord and God heard them. And God saw uh, their affliction. He saw their labor. He saw their oppression. And with God's mighty hand and with his outstretched arm, he delivered his people from Egypt. Here in Psalm 119, David is in a difficult situation as he is writing Psalm 119. But I love this. He keeps going back to the Word of God. That, that, that's his go-to. Uh, I want to ask you, what's your go-to? Uh, what is your first resort? Uh, what is your first reaction when troubles come? Unfortunately, sometimes going to God is our last resort. Sometimes prayer has become our last option. Our, well, I, I guess I've tried everything else. I guess I've done all I know how to do. So I guess now I'm going to have to pray. Oh no, that ought to be the first thing we do. That ought to be the first reaction that we have is to go to God in prayer. So here David is in a difficult situation and he writes Psalm 119, but he keeps going back to the word of God and he keeps going back to prayer. 
What a great reminder for us today. What is your oppression? I don't know what it is. I don't know what that burden is. I don't know what that injury is that someone has done to you. Maybe you have uh, been taken advantage of. Maybe someone has committed fraud uh, with you and maybe it's not financial. <laughs> maybe it's emotional. Uh, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe you're in distress. Maybe you feel like you have uh, been, been persecuted. Somebody has taken advantage of you. Friend, I want to say this. Your situation is not going to improve unless you and I get in the Word of God and unless we get back to prayer. Your situation will not improve without the Bible and prayer and your attitude will not improve without the Bible and without prayer. You know, really, that's, I think, where it all begins so many times if we would just get our heart right, if our attitude would be right. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I'm not talking about the power of positive thinking, and I'm not trying to uh, talk about mind over matter and all those things, but I am saying this. Uh, finally, brethren, Paul wrote in the book of Philippians, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And you are going to have to take your focus off the oppression of man and get your focus back on the goodness of God. You're going to have to stop focusing on all the, the hurt and the injuries that have been caused to you and, and all the attacks of the devil. And you're going to have to get your eyes back on all the victories that our God has won. David says, deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. And that right there is the key to deliverance. That is the key to victory when we get back to the Word of God. I hope that helps you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful Easter Sunday. And I'll look forward to seeing many of you on Sunday. And then uh, next week, we'll jump right back in here to Psalm 119 and continue our series. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend. Side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.